this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast. How's it going, Dad? It's going good. It's going good. It's kind of fun. It's kind of extra fun today. It is extra fun today because we have a very special guest with us today who happens to be, um, well, she's my best friend, but she also happens to be my sister. So everyone say, hi, Megan. Hi. Hi, Megan. We were really excited to bring um, Megan in today because uh, today's topic is about picture-perfect family, and we are just having... And, and Megan has a picture-perfect family? Yes, she does, so that's why we brought her in. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, perfect. no. Yes. Um, but we were talking about it, uh, Dad and I, and he was talking about it with Megan, and she just you know, naturally had some awesome things to share, so... We decided to do... Um, I don't know if they were awesome things to share, but I relate to the topic were. you guys are going to talk about for sure. Yeah, yeah. Good things and good insight. And yeah, I think we can all relate on this topic of picture-perfect family. Um, even we could just leave out family and just do picture-perfect. Picture-perfect <laughs> people. Yeah, it's just picture-perfect life, picture-perfect this or that. Well, we, should, we should clarify that when we say... Um, when we are saying picture-perfect families, we're not suggesting this podcast is all about how you can be a picture-perfect family, right? Uh, correct, very much so, yeah. What we're saying is this idea of a picture-perfect family or picture-perfect people is really kind of a lie, kind of a fallacy, right? right. It that, doesn't exist, really. I mean, there's no picture-perfect family. So we're not asking you to be perfect. We're telling you that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and like I said, we want. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be an encouraging podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what we're saying is we're what we're. This is really what we're talking about, and this is what Brittany came with. Is just really her concern or her observation about how how much pressure um, families are feeling, people are feeling um, when they are comparing themselves. And their lives and their families' lives and their kids to what they see on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, those places. And how it, number one, makes them feel pressure, makes them feel like they don't measure up, makes them feel... And that's kind of what we wanted to get into, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, Dad, you can speak into this a little bit. I mean, I think really what we're talking about is just... Uh, this feeling of comparison, you know, looking at your neighbor and being like, oh, wait... What, I don't have that or do I need that? And the truth is, I think in our culture today, this you know topic has been talked about because of social media. But the truth is the spirit of comparison, you know, has always been around. Right. Sure. I mean, I'm sure there is a level of that when you were parenting us without social media. Sure. Well, sure. I, I, I think but I think it's a, <laughs> I got to say, though, I think it's probably a hundred times more. Right. C- cranked it's heightened. Up. You know, it's heightened. Right. There's a lot of aspects about parenting and and all that go with raising a family that you that your generations you you guys have to f- deal with that we didn't and I, I got to say technology in some ways makes our life you know a lot more interesting and easier and mm-hmm. better in a lot of ways it makes it a little more challenging and yeah. so that's kind of what we're I guess what we're talking about today. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So when we think about, you know, this picture perfect family, you know, like, let's just paint this picture of your day. At least, no, let me rewind. I'm going to paint a picture of my day of when it comes to social media. Okay. It's and very le- short. And, let's, and we'll listen to Megan, you listen to and chime in and see if it, I like to hear yeah. how it jibes with your day too. Okay. You can really yeah. Well, mine is really short. It's really short. It's literally like this. My alarm goes off and I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I pick it up with my sleepy eyes and I'm like, well, I should probably look at Instagram. And so I do. And I'm not to even out of bed. Wake up. Yeah. Help yeah. myself wake up. So <laughs> I'm not that. even out of bed. I'm not even awake yet. It's, you know, 630. Let's be real. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, I and I'm already scrolling through um, the day and then what people and then Insta stories and what people are up to. And um, I'm not. I don't, I'm not saying that's a healthy habit to be in, but all of a sudden before my feet even hit the ground, my, I'm, I'm exposing myself to other people's lives and what they're doing Hmm. and looking into that. Um, that's just a small part of how much social media is a part of our lives. I don't have children, so I don't necessarily, I see kids, my friends, kids, I'm like, cute, love it. But like, I haven't had that place of comparing myself um, with their kids and their families yet. But I have had the place of um, struggling with comparison on, um, you know, just things like like everybody else does, you know, owning homes, buying cars, what your living room looks like, what how perfect uh, of a healthy meal you're having, how much um, you're working out and how I'm not or like just just so many things that I think sometimes people post to encourage or think to inspire and, and mm. they very, and they might, they definitely might. Um, but then it's also an easy place to go from inspiration to comparison. There's some people might be just posting just to show off too. <laughs> yeah. Which, and, which I is guess not that's great, social I media. Yeah. I know, but I mean, it's part of the social media world. And I think we, where, where we struggle here a little bit is where we let, you know, things that, that could inspire us just discourage us mm-hmm. because we're constantly being overwhelmed um, or saturated with other people's lives. And it just this natural human place to start um, kind of comparing. Yeah. And, you know, Josh and I were, my husband, Josh and I were just talking about this. As you were talking, I thought of it that um, he had read an article about how social media plays into depression and people, being really depressed and one of like the main um age groups that seem to be affected are are like middle like early 20s like young people and like young women Mm -hmm. because when you're on these um social media apps there's like ways for the app to kind of um target like your age group so if you're a young lady you know they're gonna send you advertisements for um you know, bridal registries or, you know, baby things. And, you know, cause it's like, that's your age group. But if you're not in a place in your life where you have a hmm. boyfriend or you're thinking of getting married, though you may be wanting to, or maybe you are trying to have kids and you can't here, oh, you are being yeah. bombarded by all of this, yeah. you know, and that's like super, you know, that can and hit already, your heart. And you're already so, maybe a little anxious yeah, about, about, you know, those you're things. maybe trying to, you hmm. know, cheer your friends on 
on their social media because they're your friends and you love them even though you might be in a different place in your life. But here on top of that, then you have like the outside Mm. society also, you know, so it's just like no matter where you turn, that could be really, really hard. And it's unintentional, you know, know, for sure. But it doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that how it affects you. Yeah, for sure. And like Brittany Mm -hmm. said, you know, she gets up and like kind of wakes up to that social media. And I know uh, I've talked to a lot of um, my friends and they do the same thing. I know I do that. And um, I, you know, have, I have a two-year-old daughter, so I used to, you know, be a teacher and I would be working and I would tell myself, I would only let myself look at my social apps one time a day. I would only open them once a day because they can be so addicting. And it was easy to do that when, when I was working. But now that I, um, stay at home, I find myself looking at it all the time, just like Brittany said, to wake myself up because I'm bored or to be honest, like I'm lonely, you know, Uh not, not like depressed, Mm -hmm. lonely, but you know, I like just me and Riley. And so you're (laughs) like, Oh, what's the world doing out there? And you go to look and, and you don't want, you don't like set out to compare, you know, like, like Brittany said, but you'll be like, Oh man, you know, she got dressed today and has her hair done so pretty. And I'm in this. (laughs) And then you find yourself, you know, and like Brittany said, that might not be their heart to they're probably their heart is to encourage. I think it all depends on like where your heart is and, and where you're at and then how you receive it. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, what we what, and I, as I've been, as we've been talking about this, as we're approaching this topic, I mean, something that's been rolling back my head that I wanted to, wanted to share. And I guess I'll just say it right now is that really the thing we want, I, I hope we can get out of this podcast or this discussion is where, where do we find our identity? Where do we find our value? Where do we find our worth? Um, I just feel like Instagram, social media, our phones, it, it's, it's not our friend. We're not going to find our identity, our true worth, our true value there. Ultimately, I mean, I think we find, we find that our true self and our true value and our true worth in Christ. You know, in the one who made us, mm-hmm. in the one who knit us together, you know, in, in our mother's womb before anyone saw us. He saw us and he knows us and he set us on this course. And he's the one who loves us, who cherishes us, who gives us all that we need. And there, there's where we find our, our true worth and our true value. Our true self is found there. Now, that's easy for me to say it. I know it's absolutely true. It's easy to say it, but it's sometimes hard, sometimes hard to get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. You know, personally, I find it hard. You guys, I think you're both nodding your heads. Mm-hmm. I think you do too. And I think most of us would, if we were honest, we would say, we all feel that way. We feel, we find a struggle, um, feeling adequate, feeling like we're enough, feeling like <clears throat> feeling like we are being all we can be and or should be, and I, that's that's the struggle. That's the journey. That's maybe the thing that ooh I don't know to unpack and talk about. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's another whole episode, Brady. I don't know. Maybe it would be something we could talk about that in a future episode how to do that for ourselves and also for our kids (laughs) Mm because this is a podcast about faith family and parenting so ultimately everything we talk about rolls into that dynamic of you know encouraging our children too in our in our marriages and our partners and all that goes with that but um social media is not media is not going away everybody nobody's you know nobody's gonna throw their phone away except maybe your husband josh (laughs) josh (laughs) Josh actually did get rid of his smartphone and got a flip phone. Tried I, it for I, a year. I admire his 
um, I admire that. I don't know. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, he did it. So good for him. Um, but anyway, it's not going away. So here's an idea. Is there a way for us and maybe our listeners, could you use your social media to truly be an encourager to someone who's watching or listening? I mean, is there a place to to put something out there that's really honest and and true and also encouraging for those that are watching or listening um, or looking. I, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, I think I I love that idea, and I would say not to uh, not to push back on that, but something that I also feel like God's placed on my heart within the last year is I feel like we have this spectrum on social media. We have this like picture perfect spectrum. And then we have people who are constantly posting like real post. Hmm. And I'm not saying that. When that's you say bad. real post, I just tell the listeners you made air quotes there. Oh yeah. Like, re- like just like I'm being real. I'm going to be real. I'm going to give, I'm just going to unload everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I felt like God last year really convicted me and said, you know, I think authenticity needs to come out, not on a platform on a screen, Hmm. but in real relationships. Mm -hmm. It needs to come out with community and communication with people like, yes, be real, be authentic, be raw. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the the platform of social media is always the best place for Hmm. that. You know, I think authenticity really comes in in the fabric of people Mm -hmm. and of, you know, whether that's the person you work next to at work, whether that's, you know, a pickup basketball game with some guys, if you're a guy or, you know, girls or, you know, whether that's coffee date with friends or campfires, you know, I think like, it's just a matter of, I think, yes, we can be real and we should be real. My goodness, we should definitely be real with one another. But I don't always think that social media is the place to be like super real. <laughs> yeah, because you're still yeah. you're still not being real. You're still disconnecting yourself right. from people. Mm-hmm. I think what's really real is when you sit down and you look at someone square in your face and you say, hey, I am struggling yeah. mm-hmm. and I and I need some help, you know, Um some encouragement and social media may not be the place to do that mm-hmm. to say I'm no, not all the time and I'm not saying it's bad like I I am a I, I'm not against social media I love um I find a lot of inspiration um from from health and wellness to um you know spiritual from from marriage I find a lot of inspiration from, from different social media things people I find creativity there from you know outfits and you know home decor and like I love it it's a place where people can share their ideas too or when and you see them like struggling with something then you feel like oh you know like I struggle with that too but it sounds like you're saying like it's one thing to post a picture of your like messy house or whatever. It's another thing to invite someone into that mess and let them like be real with you in in that mess, you know? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Like here's a small weird example, but I picked up this table last year from like, I think we got it for free or picked it out of the garbage or something. And it was ugly and it was Brown and it was gross. And, um, I, I, I really like 
decor and creativity and, and, and that kind of stuff. And so in my mind, I remember thinking like, no, 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 I don't want people to come over to my house until <laughs> I fix this table, which is so silly, so silly. And I was like, no, I don't want them to see how gross it is and how nasty it is. I have to have time to redo it. And then I just felt funny in the sense that God, it's like, Brittany, it doesn't matter what your table looks mm -hmm. like. It matters who sits around your table. So bring them in, like bring them into that realness. This is where you're at in your life. This is your home. There's dog fur, there's this, there's that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but, and, and it's one thing to, I could, I could have taken a picture and I could have posted about my table <laughs> and how I want to be real and how I want to invite people in, mm -hmm. but that's still, didn't necessarily bring people in my home and maybe let people know where I was at. And I'm not saying that's right. bad. I pray that that's an inspiration too. I just think there has to be this balance of looking at social media and, and being real on social mm -hmm. media, but then truly stepping away from social media mm -hmm. and being like, where, where, what is my life? Right. Where are the people around mm -hmm. me who I can, you know, pull into have conversations with and, and just to let go and, and B, I think it's, I'm a strive, I have a striving personality. So I'm always trying to like be better and achieve and achieve. And so for therefore social media for me can be a really deadly weapon because you will, it will never be enough. You will never be good enough, fit enough, clean enough, perfect enough, whatever in the world of social media. And so it's just, it can, it can get exhausting if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. And defeating, I yeah. guess, is a good word to describe mm -hmm. it. So really what you're, I hear what you're saying, and I think that's great. So really, just because we can we can share everything doesn't mean we should share everything. Um, yeah. Or like in what context, I guess, you're sharing, like sharing on social media or sharing personally. and being, yeah, vulnerable with a, a, a group of friends or a family member or, yeah. Because there's, there is something so much more real about sitting across the table from someone or beside someone on a couch in a, with, with coffee together, really, you know, in the midst of your mess, as you said, Megan, inviting them into the midst of your mess and really talking and really listening and, and really feeling each other's, each other's struggle, you know, and sharing it together and carrying right. it together, yeah, sharing right. and carrying each other's struggles. I think, and that's very powerful when you think about it. It's very human, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, we are absolutely connected um, mm -hmm. that way. Where and social it, social media is a false, really kind of a false way. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you are, but you're really not. It's not touching mm -hmm. you emotionally or deeply, really, like it does when we were together, you know, physically, mm -hmm. face to face. Mm -hmm. And I will say this too. I think there are, I mean, I can imagine, um, and I know this from being in a place of like I moved and I was I was lonely and I didn't have people sometimes I think people unload on social media because they don't feel like they have anyone to unload to. Mm -hmm. And so if that's the case and you reckon, and maybe you know someone like that, then I, I would say let's be brave and, and invite them to have a cup of coffee or something, make, give them a space to unload to. Cause I think sometimes we use social media as a, um, that outlet for community, you know, and I'm not saying that's bad either. Like I think there's awesome, community oriented, you know, well, we were just having a conversation, Deb, before we click record, how we want to make more of a landing page for the Roots and Wings podcast, like a community page on our Facebook where people can share and comment and find community. So there are powerful tools there. It's just, uh, it, it can get, I don't know, it's a get balance. Or I think, Megan, I think of like your and Josh's story of Riley. And I really believe that 
you know, she is where she is because the amount of people who were praying for her. Mm -hmm. And I think social media was a a large key to that because we were able to share her story to thousands and thousands of people who maybe wouldn't have even heard during the time of what was going on. So, and it was really encouraging at the time when we were kind of like stuck inside these NICUs and you couldn't really, like we weren't really going outside. You kind of, you know, and to get, you know, have that, um, those words of encouragement or some people would just write out their prayers or, you know, it just really, it really did bolster you. And it is, um, you know, we kind of like look at all those people as part of Riley's, you know, family because Mm -hmm. of that. And that, Mm -hmm. that is super cool, you know, but I will say it and there's so many, I mean, you saw, if you go to see that Riley update page and you see all the comments and the following followers, it's amazing, but um, you, that's just like barely touches the surface because so many of those very same people, you know, two years ago sent us cards, sent us meals. Um, we moved to several different cities and each of those cities, people, you know, came from that update page, like reached out to us verbally, you know, offered their homes to stay in, gave us meals, you know, so it went beyond just like a social page too, which is amazing, you know, and it's really changed Mm -hmm. my life, you know, from just commenting saying, yeah, I'll pray for you or yeah, I'll share that to actually acting on whatever it is that I, you know, type Mm -hmm. on social media, because I know my life has been changed by those people, not by the page, but by those Mm -hmm. people, you know, but the page, but the page, but the page was a tool brought those people together. Right. So there's, there's, there's an example of where social Mm -hmm. media is working, you know, really, really powerful powerfully good yeah. way, you know i i like when you were talking about how we compare you know where we should find our identity as you were talking dad i was like man wouldn't it be cool if like jesus had like an instagram page that we could just go and scroll 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 and like all his thoughts about us are on there i mean i would find that would be amazing but even as i was thinking that thought and i look over at you know my sister and i just think about how you know those times when I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling discouraged, like, yeah, I get on social media and I don't always walk away super fulfilled, but I know every time I've walked away from a conversation with Brittany and like, we don't live close that we can have coffee every day or every week, but we can call each other. And, you know, um, that's just, that's been huge. And I think of, I know you guys have, I think you've referenced him before. I know Britt and I I like a lot of the things that he has to say, but Bob Goff has a quote. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but something about how he doesn't write us love letters. He gives us people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that, that Instagram feed that I wish, you know, Jesus had, well, he like uses people to remind you who you are. And and so I guess that's, you know, important, you know, to have, to surround yourself with your with family people. or, yeah. and like we, you've said on this podcast, family doesn't always necessarily mean like biological people. Like, like Brittany was saying, having that community around you, those relationships mm-hmm. are so key. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Hey, could you imagine Jesus's Instagram? That would be oh, awesome. Oh man. I bet it would <laughs> shock us. It'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what I think it would be? You know what I think Jesus's Instagram would what be? What would be on there? It would be pictures of us. Huh? He would be taking pictures of you and sharing I love that you because I think that's that's his heart for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about myself. I mean, I mean, um, you, you know, I mean, I, just I love sharing pictures of my granddaughter, Riley, and I love sharing pictures when you kids were little. I love sharing pictures of you and talking about you and telling people what you're like doing. the food you make. Like those are things you love, the things you're passionate about, you know, your right. music. And-, and, and, and the passion is 
I think yeah. the passion of Christ is is us. Yeah. He's passionate mm-hmm. about us. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I think that's what his Instagram would it would be just filled with pictures of of his of his kids, of his people, of mm-hmm. his you know, of his passion. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's cool. I was just sitting here thinking, you know, that's an awesome picture. And I love that. And I find encouragement from that. Um, And even just a sense of trying to find our worth and our value and who Jesus is and who he made us to be. But I also, you know, want to extend this this to those of you who maybe are not in a place of faith and that's not where you're coming from, but you're like, Hey, um, I, I am definitely battling with comparison and, and social media. And, um, you know, I think you can hear our hearts and know that where, where we seem to find confidence in our source and our truth. But I just want to encourage families and individuals, wherever you're at, um, that, that you're enough, you know, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to keep, it doesn't have to keep being this process of always striving for um, the next excellent thing, you know, to look, to wake up and kind of just open your eyes and look at where you're at in your life and think, you know, this is me, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it, it can be good in its own way. And I'm not saying it's that balance of, of continuing to want to better ourselves, um, but also finding peace and rest in um, where we're at in the moment. And that's a really, really hard place to be. And, and I do think that social media, if we kind of just, you know, circle it back on some practical ways, like we, we've talked today about how social media is a powerful tool, how social media can be a place of community, but yet shouldn't be these, the community. Um, we talked about how social media can be something that's, you know, defeating, but also inspiring. And so as I throw all of that out of what we talked about today, what would you say for someone listening to this? How would you, what were some practical ways to help them kind of just start this process of not, of overcoming some comparison in the world of social media? Well, I guess, I guess what I would say is, you know, if you if you're listening today, you're a part of our conversation. And like any conversation, you kind of listen, you may share a couple thoughts in it, take it all in, and then you walk away. And then you're you get you begin to process what you just heard. And so I would just say, you know, as we as we're as we come and wrap up our time today, that take away from this what you will take away the what ask yourself, where are you? Where are you at in this? You know, are you someone who are you are you someone who's just like posting perfect pictures all the time and feel, you know, or are you somebody that's feeling defeated by stuff, you know, or are you someone who's built a a community and use social media as a tool? Um, Where are you? Evaluate. Look at where you are. And then if there needs to be some adjustments, you need to make some adjustments. Maybe, you know, not look at your phone every two minutes, but like Megan tried to do once a day. Uh, or maybe that's too extreme. Maybe just do it, you know, maybe try to be just be disciplined with it. I mean, you could be as extreme as my son-in-law, Josh, and actually get rid of your smartphone and get a flip phone. But, you know, that's up to you. <laughs> but how how can you adjust? Um, post less, post more, look less, look more. I mean, just make make your uh, make your evaluation and then create a couple action points that way. I guess that's mm-hmm. what I would say. Just let let some of what we're talking about today ruminate. The other thing, finally, the last thing I think I would just encourage all of us to do is to spend time with the one who made us, to spend time mm-hmm. with the one who is passionately in love with us, you, that you are unique, one of a kind. You are excellent because he made you, period. And 
I believe that as you do that, as you spend time in that quiet, nurturing place spiritually, I think good things will happen to you emotionally, psychologically, physically. I just feel it'll it'll enhance every aspect of of who you are. I know it I know that's what I'm trying to do. And I know that's working has worked for me and and is working for me. So mm-hmm. those are the things I would share. I don't know, Megan, do you yeah. have anything? I think um just being here and, and talking with y'all, I think I'm inspired to um maybe you know, I think it's fun to look at Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and, you know, like Brittany said, I'm not against that, but just for myself, like I think in this, um, season of life that I'm in where I am at home and I, um, have my phone all the time, you know, I do probably, I guess I'm inspired after this just to not look at it, at it as much, but not to end there, but to, when I go to, want to look at it again, you know, maybe stop and be like, Oh, why am I looking at this? Is it just cause like, you know, I feel like I need a connection with the outside world. Um, do am I feeling like I need to talk to someone? And instead of looking, um, you know, shoot my sister a text, you know, shoot my friends a text, um, you know, ask to meet up with someone or like Brittany said, you know, sometimes it's, you know, hard to be vulnerable in real life, not just on, on Instagram, you know, but have invites a friend over, you know, to share the mess and, and the day, no matter what your house looks like or, um, what you look like. Um, I think I'm inspired that way. Mm, Good. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I love how you said maybe like create a list of action items that you, for you personally, because we're all on a different journey and we all re- could relate to this topic differently. So kind of get an idea of where you're at in this in this um, spectrum of things. And for me, you know, I shared earlier how I typically look at social media like first thing in the morning and I'm just challenged um to not, <laughs> not let that, to not let that be the first thing, um, that fills my heart and my mind to start my day. But, um, to just kind of get my, get my feet grounded before I look at where other people's feet are mm-hmm. and kind of figure out, you know, wh- what does my day look like and who am, who am I in that? So here's a, um, here's a, yeah. here's a super, super just practical point. You might consider most of us use our phones as our alarm clocks. Um, you might consider just buying a really cheap alarm clock. And they still have those. <laughs> they do. I think they do. They must. <laughs> so that's a simple thing. But just buy a cheap alarm clock, one that just has a buzzer or whatever that goes off. And don't use your phone as the alarm clock because it's pretty natural to pick that up, you know, turn it off. You're waking up and then just go to Instagram or go to whatever. I right. I do. I do that, too. You know, I may find myself doing it, too. But you might. I mean, if you're serious about this. That's that's just one little practical thing. Hmm. Or leave your mm-hmm. put your phone on the dresser rather than on your nightstand. You know, put it away from you so that you actually have to get up, get going oh, before you even touch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a couple, there's I, a couple practical. Things. Yeah, it's. I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but it's one thing to live with insecurities. It's another thing to live in your insecurities. So what I mean by that is, yeah, we will all have insecurities. I think that's just. Um, our, in, in our in our humanity and thankfully that God's grace is there to meet us in those places but it's another thing to let those insecurities that we may have to offer up every day to him but let those insecurities drive us be the things that that get us going and move us in places that that's a really 
defeating place. That's the really miserable place to be. And I think I just think of my own life and I think of the things that I kind of am listing things in my mind or what are the things I'm most insecure about? Um, and then maybe those are the places that I kind of limit some social media to too, because I don't need to be continually, my insecurity doesn't need to be driving me that way. Um, I need to be offering up that insecurity, like you said, to the one who made us and finding security in that with him. Um, so I just, yeah, it's just good. It's something as we're unpacking, I'm like, oh, wow, I struggle with this and this. And so the biggest thing I hope people hear is that you're not alone in what you're feeling. Um, you're not alone in what you're seeing. Maybe when you, as you document your life and share it, think twice. Maybe as you go to look at other people's life and how it seeps into your heart, think twice, you know, but um, just know that you're not alone. And we're all kind of trying to figure this out. I don't think there's an answer. I don't even think there's a right or a wrong. It's just... It's just a topic of discussion. It's just something that we're yeah. dealing with in today's Well, it's portal. something that I, it's, I think it's something that we all that touches all of our lives mm-hmm. in lots of different ways. And I, and I and and it's true. We kind of laughed about it early, and but we are wanting to be encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to build each other up. We want to encourage you. We want to cheer you on, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas. We want to cheer you on. We want to tell you that you are amazing at what you're doing because God made you to be amazing. You are uniquely gifted and qualified to parent and to manage and to nurture and to and to manage this household that you're in. So keep up the good work, and we're, we're glad we could do it. As always, mm-hmm. we want you guys to respond and just let us know how you're feeling about things, what you like, what you didn't like, and we're going to do um, we're going to do a better job, or I don't know, maybe a bigger job at creating a community on our Facebook page. So yeah, check out, check yeah. out roots and wings on roots and wings podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can leave your comments there if it's easier for you and we'll try to respond and keep the conversations going. Brittany's going to manage that a little bit. Yeah. More. And if you have an idea of what you'd like us to keep talking about and discussions you want us to have, feel free to comment on that Facebook page and you are always welcome to continue to send us emails um, my email is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. And, mine is, and mine is chip at chiprichter.com. And Megan's is, oh, no, we won't get Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> Megan was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you want to, hey, listen, to, if you want to check out a super inspiring uh, social media page, check out Riley's updates on Facebook because that is, yes, yes. you'll be inspired. Megan, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good yeah, fun. fun. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you later. See you next time. Thanks, everyone. Hey, everybody. It's Brittany here from the Roots and Wings podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of the other cool things that my dad has been a part of. He is a children's singer songwriter. He has lots of different CDs out there and he travels around doing concerts for kids and families. If you are interested in learning more about that, feel free to check out his website at www.chiprichter.com or email me because I'm actually his booking agent email me at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chipbrister.com. Thanks so much. There's a party going on in the ladybug's living room. Living room.